VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. You're out, you're about, but you want your Dan Patrick. Well, good news, he goes everywhere with you. If you miss the show, you can podcast it. If you want to see the show, just go to Peacock and we stream it live every weekday. Watch past episodes too. The Dan Patrick Show, available anywhere you are, any way you want it. to the Dan Patrick Show. Holy mackerel, 98 yards! That's a way to start. Where the failures of the Broncos seem a distant memory. Let's run. Oh, sorry, Todd. While the failures of the Packers are fresh. Rodgers takes the snap. Back, fires it past, batted by the Giants. Incomplete. The Giants set the blitz, and they batted it away. Meanwhile, in baseball, we could nitpick every team. There's not a perfect club. The Guardians, the Mariners, the Padres, and the Phillies have advanced. Kevin Millar, your dark horse team or teams. Guardians, what they do is they don't strike out. They play defense. It's a unique way. They kind of play old school baseball. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Hope you had a spectacular weekend. The gang's all here ready to go. And you know who's in a good mood? Fritzy, because the Broncos didn't lose yesterday. Exactly. Let's ride. 
Uh, we got football coming up tonight. We'll explore that, the Monday night game. Uh, Cowboys handled the Rams. Giant, how about those Giants? I've seen more Giants jerseys in the Northeast in the last couple of weeks than I have in the last probably five to seven years. They've been in hiding, and uh, you could smell the mothballs on those. Chargers beat the Browns, but not before some controversy. The Patriots rolling the Lions. How about the Jets? When's the last time the Jets and Giants were both over 500 after five games? Ravens beat the Bengals last night, and uh, we'll explore the college football weekend as well. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Stat of the day, as always, brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Sign up for the newsletter. I'm not asking, I'm telling. Because it comes out every day at around 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Wraps up the show. Also gives you a, head, a heads up on some of the other things that we're doing and uh, before anybody else. And got some great sales there with t-shirts. Go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out. Bottom right corner. Good to go. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Seaton will do the honors with the poll question, our good buddy Ross Tucker, he'll join us coming up here in a little bit. Yeah, let me start with last night's game because a lot of times we focus on offense and defense. I focus on the offensive line and defensive line. But when we look at the strengths and weaknesses of a team, that's usually it's about your quarterback, your edge rusher, offensive line, defensive line. The Ravens are different. As John Harbaugh said last night, there's nobody in the league like Lamar Jackson. Well, there's nobody in the league like Justin Tucker. Tucker makes a difference. He kicked a 58-yarder in the third quarter and kicked home a 43-yarder as time expired, leading Baltimore to the victory. When you talk about groups in football, it's offense or defense, but you always have to remember the special teams. And when you look at the Patriots, when the Patriots won, yes, it was about Belichick. Yes, it was about Brady. But it was also about Adam Vinatieri. Doing it when you need somebody to do it. And that's really the key. Justin Tucker is a unique weapon because you realize you get to a certain place on the field and you know he's going to win that game. Or at least the odds certainly are on your side. Seaton, what's the poll question that we have today? Dan, we could start with a dude poll question, as we like to do on Monday. Okay. Uh, Giants. Dude, dude. Beat the Packers. What? In London? Uh, by the way, here is uh, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback, after that loss in London. Frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation, and we got to check ourselves on that because talking about that is not – that's not winning football. There was conversation about the locker room, and I don't like it. And uh, Jai's my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. Jair Alexander was, I guess, you know, kind of wondering what what will happen. What's the reaction if we lost to the Jets next week? Okay, you're right. You don't want that, but this manifestation that uh, Aaron's talking about, that it's going to, in a cosmic world, it's going to come back. (laughs) It's his journey. Yeah, if you send it out, negative things come back. Yes, he... You know, if he had just said, well, you know, I don't like all this talk about losing next week already, and stopped there, it would be like, yeah, okay, like, you're already in, like, a negative mindset. Why are we already talking about losing? But it's like, you know, I'm a firm believer in the power of manifestation in words. It's like, okay. Yeah. 
Here we go. All righty. Here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. So you believe we're not manifesting what you want us to manifest with our words? Okay. Because uh, you put out negative vibes and then it comes back and then, then all of a sudden oh, uh, it's like okay. a cancer on the team or something like that. Okay. Let's hang up your dream catchers in the window. Heading into tonight, 38 games have been decided by six points or less. That's the most through the first five weeks of a season in NFL history. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes that what? stat of the day. Top. This program brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. Protect your home. Over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe in the last decade. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off. Interactive monitoring, simplysafedan.com. Phone numbers, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, at dpshow. Cowboys beat the Rams. I like how they're trying to shoehorn Cooper Rush undefeated. Those are pedestrian numbers. All they did is run the football and go after Matthew Stafford. They ran the ball 34 times. And they put pressure on Matthew Stafford. That's it. Here's Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach, on that defense. We felt strongly come out last year about our, our group and, you know, had a great offseason and everything leading up to this. But, uh, boy, they're just playing lights out. You know, we expected, a, you know, a heavy run game uh, coming from the Rams. and But when we had our opportunity to pressure, um, I thought our guys were outstanding. Obviously, the three takeaways were, were huge and a big part of our victory. I don't know if I would be expecting the Rams to run the football. Uh, I'm surprised at that answer because the Rams haven't been able to run the football. It's basically Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, and that's about it. Micah Parsons, he uh, is helping the Cowboys do something that they haven't done in 50 years. They've allowed less than 20 points in each of their first five games. And is Dak Prescott going to come back because next Sunday night, It'll be the Eagles and the Cowboys. I would not have him come back against the Eagles. You know, Cooper Rush has done just well enough. You're good. Yes, it is a big game. There's bigger games down the road. Because after this, like, I, I want him to be ready. I think they have the Vikings and the Packers. Uh, Seton, do you have the uh, Cowboys schedule there? It feels like they have the Bears they have, a, they have the Eagles, and then they have a couple of... Uh, they have the, the Eagles, then the Lions, Bears, uh, and I, th- I want to say Packers, Packers after that. Yeah, so you, you could see a, a, a ramp there to get Dak back into game speed. Yes, I'd like to ease him in against uh, one of these subpar teams. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Marv. Should the Cowboys keep going this way when Dak comes back, like heavy on the run game, or are they just going to go back to Dak They going? should, but they won't. Because, well, this is why we have Dak in there, because we need to throw the football. You can run the football, play great defense. That's okay. Part of the NFL is built upon that. Hey, run the ball and play good defense. You got two good running backs. You got Pollard, who's explosive. Zeke, bring him in in the fourth quarter and give him the ball, let him be a battering ram. Now, would you like to get a little bit more out of your quarterback? Absolutely. Would you like to keep the defense honest? Absolutely. As long as you continue to play great defense, 
I don't need to be explosive, but it feels like Jerry wants that. Yes, Eden. I heard somebody had said, I forget who it was, but they were like, that you absolutely put Dak Prescott back in the game as soon as he's healthy enough to do it. The problem is you have to keep the Cooper Rush game plan and give that to Dak Prescott. Mm. That you can't go crazy with it. Just mm. keep it simple and you'll have success. Which I think that there might be some sense there. Well... We've talked about this for years. Shea and Irving would always call in and say, just run the football, Danny. Run the damn ball. (laughs) (laughs) Play defense, run the football. And that is a good defense that borders on being very good. Micah Parsons, as long as you have that. And and we're going to talk about defensive player of the year. Micah Parsons deserves to be an MVP conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that we go, oh, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quarterback award. It is if you don't think outside the box and go, let me look at the entire, you know, the entirety of what's going on here. Who, cha- who changes a game more than Micah Parsons does? Now, you can say Josh Allen. You can say Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we can run Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. But if, when you get through uh, running down the quarterbacks, Micah Parsons' name deserves to be in there. And go back to the draft. I loved him, but I loved him because I had a source who said, he's the most explosive guy you've got on defense in the draft. The question is, who takes a chance on a middle linebacker who's not tall and was not used as an edge rusher? I'll try that again. You know, an edge rusher at Penn State. And there were things that were surrounding him. There were off-the-field issues that they talked about, you know, temper issues. But I was told if, if you take a chance on him, he's one of those guys who has the highest ceiling. What well, turned out, because my source is dead on with these things, he's the one who said, everybody talks about, you know, other receivers. Jamar Chase didn't even play last year. He's the best wide receiver coming into the draft. Uh, Quentin Nelson, he said, that's the best guy in the draft. Uh, the, you know, lineman who's going to go to the Hall of Fame for the Colts. So I trust his judgment when he talked about Micah Parsons. I just knew he had incredible makeup speed. When you watch Penn State, you're like, that dude's all over the place. And I thought he was like a Palomalu or Junior Seau. And then you realize he's an incredible rush, you know, uh, edge rusher. But he does so many different things there. When you talk about impact, Micah Parsons deserves to be on that list. Yeah, Marv. So is he early October MVP? October MVP. No, no, no. I'm not saying he is MVP. I'm saying that if you're going to talk about, at some point, we talk about MVP. Now, halfway through the season, then you go, all right, who's your MVP? Uh, Micah Parsons should be on the short list. Yes. No, MVP is going to be dope, though. Yes, it will. Mm. That's big. Yeah, that one helps. It, yeah. it sounds better than October yeah. VP. November VP. December VP, too. Ooh, that like that. Also works. Yeah, yeah. yeah Paul. Uh, Micah Parsons, 14 quarterback pressures this year. Second only to Nick Bosa of the 49ers, who has 22 quarterback pressures. He's in the mix for his leading his team as well. Okay. But didn't he get hurt? Doesn't he have a groin injury? He doesn't need a groin to pressure a quarterback. But his brother is out with groin surgery. So I think both Boses have groin issues. Groin, groin. Gone. gone. 
Uh, <laughs> what other poll questions do you have here? Well, I could give you some more options for the dude poll question, Dan. Okay. We, uh, okay. Let's see, we already went over the Giants, right? right? The Jets worked the Dolphins. How about that? Was it 40-17? Last week, middle of the week, talked to somebody who said there's going to be an overreaction based off what happened to Tua. And I said, well, wait, what do you mean? And my source said, there's going to be now, we're going to go the other way. Dan Orlovsky of the Mothership joined us. But my source is the one who told us initially that there's going to be an overreaction here. And there was, there is. It's based off of Tua. And this is what happens. When rules are changed, it's usually because of one moment, one player, one incident. It's not a collection. It's one. They're like, well, we got to change this. And that's what happened with Tua. You saw that with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if he got his bell rung, if it was not a concussion. They said he hurt his elbow. You saw the tackle on Tom Brady. Well, is that an overreaction? Because if you watch when Tua gets slammed to the ground in the game against the Bengals, I think they, the, and I don't have this on any great authority, but I'm just going to read into this, that the officials are going, hey, if you see somebody slinging a quarterback around in a similar fashion the way Tua went down against the Bengals and did suffer the concussion that kept him out of yesterday, call it. And, and the appearance was, when Tom Brady was sacked in the Falcons game, was the defender ready to sling him down? Did he go above and beyond the call of duty? Now, I would call that a sack. That's it. I mean, it's, that was embarrassing. That's where I, I said, oh, my God, there's a flag on the play. Was it a face mask? Did he hit Brady to the side of his helmet? He and the defender ended up underneath Tom Brady. And I thought, we, I get protection. I understand it. But also, this has to come from the teams protecting their own players. Now the league's involved. Imagine if this happens in a playoff game. Let's say Teddy Bridgewater, who, who did clear concussion protocol. Let's say that's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. That was the first play of the game. Hey, come on over. You're not going back in. You can't appeal it. That's it. Done. We're at this point because teams have failed their players, in my opinion. And I do think that this overcorrection is going to continue. Now, it might only continue this year. A lot of times what happens is, oh, my gosh, the Calvin Johnson, you know, complete the process nonsense. Like there's always one play and you go, oh, my God, they're changing the entire rule because of this. Maybe there's a better awareness to this. And, and that's what I hope. Just be smarter and be honest. Be transparent about somebody's health. That's, that would be the smart approach, but that's not the prudent approach by these teams. And because of that, there's an overreaction. You saw that with Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater did not have a concussion, passed a concussion protocol, and Tom Brady was not slammed to the ground. But here we are. This is based off what happened a couple of weeks ago. One person, and that was two. All right, Ross Tucker is going to join us coming up. We'll get to your phone calls as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. We'll take a break. We're back after this. 
M drive. Sometimes I get too energized. You know, you start talking and then you get ahead of yourself. You know what it's like, Todd. Yeah, you get all worked up and you're doing jumping jacks and skipping to your loo. I didn't even know people do that anymore. But you've heard Todd talk that way when he gets a little excited there. Marvin, do you have that? He wasn't even sure if he should have shown up. Yeah, but I'm not going to blame M drive for that. No, you shouldn't. No, I'm not. M-Drive will get you ready in the morning. Testosterone support for driven guys. Packed with clinically tested ingredients supporting healthy T levels. And you want to put in the work. M-Drive is going to help you stay motivated, energized. You'll find top-selling M-Drive products at Walgreens Rite Aid Vitamin Shop. And just for my listeners, two-week trial, $5. Just get started by texting Dan to 55,000. 55,000. Claim your exclusive offer. Don't waste another day, you wasteoid. Get going. Get M-Drive. Text Dan to 55,000. Get your first order of M-Drive for $5. Message and data rates may apply. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com Patrick right now and save NetSuite. 
com slash Patrick. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the uh, former NFL lineman. He was on the call, Bengals-Ravens last night for Westwood One. Check him out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. Let me start with last night with uh, Lamar Jackson, game-winning drive. You got Justin Tucker as a weapon there. They play pretty good defense. Um I guess handicap the Ravens here. How good are the Ravens? Yeah, I think right now they're probably the third best team in the AFC. I think the Bills and the Chiefs, Dan, are still probably 1-2 because the Ravens have had some issues holding on the leads. They almost blew another one last night. But they're the other team in the AFC that I can see possibly going to the Super Bowl. I struggle seeing another team that I envision going to the Super Bowl from that conference. It really feels... Like we're headed towards a Bills Chiefs, you know, collision course. But I do think the Ravens could be in that mix. They're talented enough. The way Lamar Jackson plays, they can get in it. And the Justin Tucker thing is amazing. I mean, Dan, he's made 61 straight field goals in the fourth quarter overtime. He made a 58 yarder at one point last night. I was thinking about this, you know, you, you watch the red zone or you watch the games, so many of them come down to a kicker missing a kick. You know, the Browns, Cade York missed it. The kid Amendola for the Cardinals missed his kick. I can't even imagine how good of a feeling it is for the Ravens to know, like, 
our guy never misses. Like anytime we get in that situation, game's over, we won. I mean, they didn't even need to have him kick it. It's crazy. Assess the Bengals after last year's performance of going to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to be in the mix. I would be surprised they don't make the playoffs. They have a really good, still young defense. I don't think we talk about Lou Anarumo, their defensive coordinator, enough. They haven't given up a touchdown in the second half all year so far this year. The issue they're having right now, Dan, everybody saw what they did last year. Everybody saw the big plays down the field, and they're saying, we're not going to let you have it. We're not going to let you do it. Two deep safeties, kind of like teams did against the Chiefs a year ago. Two deep safeties. Are you patient enough to keep taking the underneath stuff? Will you run the ball against a light box? Will you throw the wide receiver screens? They're not going to let Chase and Higgins beat them deep. Um, we had an overcorrection, it felt like, after Tua got hurt. That you saw this with Bridgewater. Teddy's out after the first play, doesn't come back. The Tom Brady sack that uh, was roughing the passer here. Um, we see this. It feels like every year there's one call. Like, we're going to call pass interference. We're going to call holding. you got to complete the process. Like, all of these things, it's one moment. But here we are mid-season, and we've changed a rule. Where are we headed with this, Ross? It's a great question. Uh, those, to me, on some level are two separate things I want to dive into. So on the Teddy Bridgewater thing, Dan, they said he passed all the concussion protocols, but that the spotter saw him stumbling, which I don't know, even know how to say the word, ataxia or something, gross motor instability. I don't know anybody else that saw it. Like, the, I mean, I, I would love to see the video because I didn't see Bridgewater stumbling from a hit to the head. But now but that's we're, now why they're saying he but, didn't go back in the game. But now it's the eye test, not the medical test. Right. But at least the eye test with Tua, we all saw it. The eye test with Teddy, none of us saw it. It's almost like they just thought we just shouldn't put him back in after what happened to this team before I, I mean, we got to see the gross motor instability. Maybe it was when he was on the sideline with them. Mm -hmm. And then the Brady thing, you know, I might be the only person. I got up after three hours sleep, Dan, and did my podcast this morning already. I might be the only person that's not bashing Jerome Boger right now. And here's why. I talked to the refs, Dan. They have been told, when in doubt, throw the flag in terms of player safety and in particular, protecting the quarterback. If you look at where Boger was located, Grady Jarrett slung Brady down in Boger's direction. So he saw Brady come flying over. Now, you and I realize it was a bad call. He's just bringing him down. It's a tackle. But Boger has it in his head. When in doubt, throw the flag, protect the quarterback. He sees Brady come flung over. His default reaction is to throw the flags. So number one, let's get rid of this when in doubt, throw the flag. It's a terrible standard. And number two, we got to have the ability to replay it. That could have been the difference in the game. That could be the difference in seeding in the playoffs. It was an obvious error and egregious call that we need to give them a chance to correct. I'm not going to just bash Boger. I'm going to bash the process that led to Boger making that call. Yes, but what happened the last two weeks got us to this point. Do you really think if Bailey Zappi of the Patriots 
was in the same situation, they would have made the same call of roughing the passer? No, I don't. I think it's like every time Michael Jordan went to the hole in the 90s, right? He was going to get the call on the foul. Brady and Rodgers, especially Brady, they get the benefit of the doubt even more so than the other quarterbacks do. But they have been told that. I mean, they have been told the same thing with any hits to the head or neck area mm. of a defenseless receiver. Same goes in college. I'm on those calls, those, you know, at the start of the year, those seminars. When in doubt, throw the flag. They do that with targeting in college football. It drives me nuts. Yeah. When in doubt, throw the flag. I, I don't know why that needs to be the standard. Do you think players want to be protected? Do you think these quarterbacks want to be viewed this way? Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, I think you Tom think Brady. Brady wants that. You think Brady? Do you think Teddy Bridgewater wants to be treated that way? I think Teddy Bridgewater probably wanted to go back in the game, but I do think on some level these guys. We've evolved enough that I think on some level, some of these guys realize better safe than sorry. I'm going to flip those, Dan. Can you imagine? If what happened to Bridgewater happened to Brady and they tried to not let him go back in the yeah, game. Yeah, but we're headed towards something that's going to happen in the playoffs, Ross. We're, we're headed towards that. I, I had a, a source who works with the NFL who said there's going to be an overcorrection, said this last week because of this. And I said, well, what happens if this happens in, in the playoffs? And my source said, that quarterback comes out of the game. Yeah. I, I think it is going to happen, and it is an overcorrection. And then in this offseason, they'll go to the owners' meetings, and they'll kind of fine-tune it, and they'll, they'll have different language. This is this – is, you already said it, Dan. It feels like almost an annual thing that there's something that happens, and the NFL reacts with an overreaction. Maybe that's natural in life. I don't know. We're talking to Ross Tucker. You can follow him, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and uh, he's on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. I'm watching now. Do you take more away from the Cowboys winning or the Rams losing? It's a good question. Um, probably the Cowboys winning. You know, the Rams are really beat up on the offensive line. They lost two starters this offseason. I'd like to see them when they're healthy up front. But the Cowboys, if you would have told me after that opening night game against the Bucks and Dak getting hurt that they would win four straight, that night their offensive line looked horrendous. Yeah. Uh, their receivers couldn't get open. For them to then – I mean, I thought they were done. I thought they were cooked. Cooper Rush comes in, wins four games, and he's been fine. It's been primarily their defense. Their defense is nasty. Armstrong's good. Lawrence is good. And I think Micah Parsons is pretty clearly the best defensive player in, in the league already. Yeah, I wonder about this. Does Dak come back, you know, in a showdown against the Eagles? Do you try to, you know, push him through? Uh, or do you wait where you're going to be playing, you know, the, the Lions and the Bears? Which to me makes more sense. Think about the long term of the season. But with Jerry Jones, you're, you never know. It feels like it's like, come on, come on, let's go, Dak. You got to get ready. We thought he was going to be playing against the Rams. Now it's the Eagles this week. I think that they should wait till he's truly 100%. You know, the last thing you want is for him to go out there 
and bang that thumb again on Hassan Reddick's helmet or Fletcher Cox's helmet, you better be real confident that if he hits a helmet that he's fine. And it's weird, Dan, because on some level, you're not really putting him in position to succeed, right? On the road, at the undefeated Eagles. But do you keep the same game plan that you've had with Cooper Rush? Run first, play good defense, maybe come up with a you know, a, a threatening pass play. I think it's a great point, and I think the answer is yes. I but think the Cowboys... They're not going to. There's no way if Dak comes back that he's going to go, you know, 13 of 22 for, uh, you know, 178 yards. It, it's just not going to happen. But you know what, Dan? He's in a bad spot, man. Because what if he... Let's say he comes back Sunday night and they lose. It's a bad look, right? I mean, I'm not saying anybody's going to say... Cooper Rush should be the starting quarterback over Dak. I mean, Dak's a better player, but Cooper Rush is 5-0, 4-0 this year. The pressure isn't on Dak to keep his job, but the pressure's on Dak to win because, you know, you don't want to be the guy that comes back and then they lose again, and you're the only thing that changed. <laughs> All right, help me understand the logic of the Chargers and what happened with uh, Coach Staley Going for it on fourth down with a little over a minute to go. Yeah, I'm curious about that one. I didn't see what he said after the game. I know this, okay? Every decision a lot of these guys make now, they have the win probability statistics for every situation, right? So if we punt it here, here's the percentage chance that we win the game. If we go for it and get it, it's 100% we win it. If we go for it and don't get it, here's the percentage. A lot of times, these guys are making the decisions based on what the win probability metrics tell them. And maybe the thought was, hey, the Browns just went all the way down the field. And Jacoby Brissett blew it by throwing a pick in the end zone. If we punt here, they're going to go down the field again, and they're going to get another field goal attempt, and we're going to lose. Our best bet is to try to go ahead and, and get the first down here. Because even if we don't get it, maybe there's still time for Herbert to get a field goal after the Browns get their field goal. Yeah, I didn't understand it. Now, it, it was explained to me after the game, you know, maybe, you know, Coach Staley just has so much confidence in his offense to go for it on fourth down and so much confidence in his defense if they don't get the first down against the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll at least entertain that. But you're talking about this comes down to analytics. There's no other coach who goes for it as much as Staley and the Chargers do. If they all have the same analytics, why don't more coaches go for it in these situations? I think more coaches uh, trust the analytics than others, right? So I think Staley – now listen, there were a couple times earlier in the season, I can't remember what game. It was a primetime game, Thursday night, I think maybe at Kansas City, where twice – he didn't go for it. And all the analytics dudes, I asked on Twitter, they all said those were both go for it situations and he didn't. Yeah. So what I don't like, I know there should be some gut feel to it, but he's kind of toggling back and forth now. You know, I mean, I know some college teams like army just goes by the book, whatever the book says, they go with it. The toggling back. I understand you need to take into account the situation a little bit, but you either trust the numbers and you're going to go with the higher probability and percentage chance like you're in a casino, like you're betting the house or whatever. You want to go with the best odds 
or you don't. Staley's going back and forth. It seems like I don't know that he's made the right decision yet. Uh, the big game tonight, Raiders, Chiefs. They're all big games, but we're not quite sure who the Raiders are. I think we have a good idea who the Chiefs are. Would you say that fair assessment now? Yeah, they don't look like a team that misses Tyreek Hill that much. They look like – you can make a really strong argument for the Chiefs as the best team in football. To me, it's pretty clearly right now the Chiefs, Bills, and Eagles feel like they're at a higher level than the rest of the league. Always great to talk to you. Thanks. Absolutely. For- Thank you, Dan. Thank you, buddy. That's Ross Tucker. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app, and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tommy in North Carolina. Hey, Tommy. Best and worst of the weekend. Mm, good morning. Uh, first time caller, five, nine and a half, a stout salad, 240. All right. <laughs> now, it's all head weight, by the way. When I was a walk-on for the Florida Gators way back, I had the, at that diminutive stature, I, I had the biggest head on the team. A, a size eight helmet. So it's all head weight, but who cares? Thank you, Tommy. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? Wait, wait. Tommy gets a chance to do best and worst of the weekend. Come on, Marv. Don't be so mean. All right, Tommy. What happened? Uh, I, I missed Marv's mean comment. No, no. He was going to hang up on you, and I, I said no. Oh, geez. Okay. I don't, I don't mean to. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, worst of the weekend is the uh, what, what's up with the Jags? They, they just have no identity. It's an identity crisis. That, I mean, they, that they, cooled they, off they quickly. Big. That cooled off quickly. What, uh, <laughs> what is that about? That, that was confusing. That was the worst of the weekend. The best of the weekend, you guys were talking about big uh, stout characters and athletes from Kansas. Uh, we just had uh, delivered from Kansas a uh, three-month-old St. Bernard Doodle, St. Bernie Doodle puppy, and he is at three months old, uh, over 50 pounds. He's going to be uh, – he'll be a John Riggins. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah, Marv, you should have hung up on him. Yes, Paul. Yeah, I should have saw this coming. He kind of had Fritzy's comedic setup. I, said, I had the biggest head on the team. It was an eight. Yeah. And there's silence. Yeah. What's the deal with the Jaguars? <laughs> What's going on there? Come on. It's a Bernadoodle, and I'm going to name him uh, John Riggins. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. He, was, he had all the setups ready. Yeah. St. Bernard Sanders is what I'm going to call him. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. It's the observational without the humor. Anyone? That's what happens. Yeah. The Hello. Song. Yeah. Hello. Um, so the Panthers have fired Matt Rule. What's the rule as far as him getting another job? Now, he's going to get bought out. How much money do they have to spend? David Tepper has to spend for Matt Rule. David Tepper paid $6 million to get him out of Baylor. So he wrote him that check just to get him to the team. He was given a seven-year, $60 million contract with incentives to get it up to $70 million. Don't think he hit those incentives. Uh, but Rule does have – he has no incentive to take a, be a friendly buyout because he's not going to be back in the NFL anytime soon. And the college teams are more probably desperate for him. Yeah. He will probably get the full buyout. Or not the full buyout, but, you know, be not team friendly. I thought that he was going to be a really good coach. You know, what he was doing at Baylor and was he at Temple before that? And you just go, okay, all right, I like the trajectory. It almost felt like he needed one more job before he got to Carolina. But he got there to Carolina. You got your uh, new owner. You know, all of a sudden, you're going to bring in Baker Mayfield. I mean, it, it's a nondescript team. 
You got Christian McCaffrey, but when's the last time you went, God, did you see Christian McCaffrey? I mean, usually that's a, a picture from some uh, remote beach with uh, his girlfriend. Is he still going out with uh, Olivia Culpo or whatever her name is? Checking. Yeah. I think so. Matt Rule was 11 and 27 in three seasons. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. And Baker Mayfield's in a walking boot. Yes, Todd. Oklahoma defensive coordinator, Matt Rule. Is that something uh, they should tap into? Things aren't going very well in Norman. He could play for the defense. I don't, I don't think he's a defensive-minded guy. Yeah, he has some defense and offense. Oh, he does. Okay. You know, well, he is a head coach. So. I, don't, I don't know if he's going to have to reduce himself to being a coordinator. I would, I would imagine if he's going back into the college ranks that he would get a head coaching job. Uh, awkward moments from the weekend. Uh, Paulie, you had one. I went to an Oktoberfest, and there's a lot of people I knew at this thing. It was a local place up in Vermont. And I see this guy I haven't seen in a while. He's an older gentleman. I'd say he's about 65. Mm-hmm. He's always been a little bit heavy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen him. I go, hey, John, how are you? He goes, how are you? I'm like, dude, you look great. You lost some weight. He goes, well, that's what open heart surgery will do mm-hmm. to a fella. And if, so instead of feeling like, oh, I'm sorry, I went with, should have done it years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought it was a funny line. Okay. It, it is. Yeah. The people around him didn't think it. He actually liked the line. <laughs> I had open heart surgery. I'll, I'll drop some weight. I'm yeah. like, you should have done it a long time wow. ago. I guess that depends on how f- long ago the open heart surgery was. Seven weeks. You know, yeah. it might be a little close. Yeah. Seven weeks. Well, seven and a half weeks. He it's, said. it's weird. Oh, in that case. He had an IV hanging out of him. You know? he, look, he looked great. Yeah. Uh, that was a good line. Seaton, you have an awkward moment? Yeah, uh, I got into a yelling match with another dad at my son's soccer match, my son's soccer tournament this weekend. Was the that other was awesome. dad. A dad of somebody on your son's team? No, on the other team. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Hate to be that guy, but it happened. The guy the guy was yelling. The, the The father from the other team was yelling at a player on my son's team, mm-hmm. which is an absolute immediate youth sports 101 non-starter, especially for me. But you, there's, there are a few rules, but you absolutely do not talk to the kids on the other team. Yeah. And this dude was calling one of our kids like a cheap player and a dirty player and he should be off the field and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, dad, easy, easy. They're just kids. All right. Chill out. It's not a dirty play. They're just kids. They're playing like, you know, soccer's a physical sport or whatever. And he's like, no, nah, that kid is garbage. All of this stuff. And I was like, whoa, dude, no, no, no. You don't ever talk to any of the kids on our team. You could talk to your kids. You could talk to the coach. You could talk to the ref, but you don't ever talk to the kids on our team ever. And uh, there were some parents that we were probably like 30 yards away from each other. So everybody heard the conversation, (laughs) which was awesome. Um, And it never really went further than that. But I did later have to at like the team dinner with all the parents. It was brought up and I was like, (laughs) sorry, sorry to be that guy. But I think I think the parents on the team appreciated it. Um, because he wasn't even talking to my kid, but like I said, I, at one point I had yelled at him. I was like, dude, you're a grown ass man yelling at a 13 year old boy. <laughs> All right. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't really feel that bad. I hate being that guy, but it felt deserved in this moment. Cause that guy was being just an absolute okay. moron. All right. Yes, Paul. I, I think it's a must yell at the other dad situation because that's is like level one of being a parent, if you have a problem with a kid on the other team, you speak to the coaches or that kid or the parents, and this message is sent third party. I don't think you could ever talk directly to the kid. No. Seen was it ever was it close to go time at all? No, no, no. We uh, were way too far away from each other. Thirty yards could be made up fast. Thirty yards could be made up fast. Yeah. 
but he uh, put his earbuds in and then watched the rest of the match like that. Uh, Jason in Phoenix. Jason, best and worst of the weekend. Well, following up Seton, that's pretty great. Actually, uh, man, you're not a real soccer dad until you've had that. So that's also on my best way to go, Seton. Yes. Uh, worst of the weekend. Mm. Worst of the weekend. Kyler Murray's decision making. Um, not knowing that it's going to be uh, fourth down, spiking the ball that you didn't get first. Garbage. Best of the weekend. ASU Sun Devils win. My 12-year-old runs onto the field, runs into the quarterback, gets pictures with him, and the star on defense, Trevez Moore. It was awesome. Just a super fun weekend. All right. Well, thank you, Jason. Kyler, I think, thought he had the first down. Because then he gets up and he's like, I'm going to spike it. I'm going to spike it. And then that's when he realized. Because, you know, I think he was criticized. It's like clock management. I think he thought he got the first down. At least... That was the feeling I got as I'm watching it. Yes, Marv. I definitely thought we, we should have saw this coming. The lime green suit, man. <laughs> look, you dress like a clown. Never mind. Wow. Oh, that's harsh. The lime green suit. Man, that no, was. No, lime green, that's a suit that, no. I'm always a dark color, bright, maybe shirt, bright shirt, or loud uh, blazer, Black or navy blue slacks. Did he have no shirt blazer. under the double-breasted jacket or not? I couldn't tell. And no shirt underneath. Yeah, that's, DP, what, that's a statement. No, you can't. He showed up at the press conference afterwards with his uniform on. <laughs> you can't show up with that thing. Key lime, why? Like it, it, that was uh, like the, the Riddler yeah. and Batman. You know, it's like, whoa. Yeah, more. He definitely should have had some question marks for his. Oh, okay. I see what you did with that. Bloop, bloop. Uh, Julianne in San Diego is back. Hi, Julianne. Hey, DP. Uh, First, I just wanted to let you know, as a hot yoga teacher for a really long time, if you said namasko at the end of my class, I would would appreciate that very much. Uh, And then best of the weekend is. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Julianne. Polly has a question. I'm just checking where the commas are. Do you teach hot yoga or are you a hot Yoga teacher. Oh, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of humor. Like people don't have a sense of humor in hot yoga, Julia. There is in my class because I've been doing it for way too long, and you just can't take yourself that seriously. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. But, so, uh, uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend, my Padres beating the Mets, yeah. and. Uh, Getting through. Worst of the weekend is now we have to play the Dodgers. Uh, <laughs> historically not great for us. And also, happy birthday, Fritzy. Oh, that's Thank right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Paulie hated this, this birthday week. Fritzy, Fritzy's like, do, do I get a week? And I go, no, you're lucky to get a day. Exactly. Just embrace 10, it. 10, 69, same as Brett Favre. And Dale Jr. birthday today? I believe so. All right. Yes, Paul. Or uh, Seton? I like that we do a week-long extravaganza for Paul, who just wants it ignored. Yes. And we largely ignore it for Todd, yes. who just wants it acknowledged. <laughs> yes. Our show that's, in a nutshell. That's exactly who we that's are. That's for the whole month of October. That's not asking a while. Uh, Gabriel in California. Hi, Gabe. What's on your mind? ADP 510-193. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question. How frustrating and how much pressure is on Derek Carr for tonight's game. Mm-hmm. And is Devontae Adams 
really frustrated on what's going on down there because he's used to being on a winning team. I don't know what, you know, these standalone games, if Derek Carr plays well, then everybody will be back on the Derek Carr bandwagon. But here's the thing. you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Do I expect them to beat Kansas City? No. But beat the beatable teams. If you do that and you beat the Cardinals and you beat the Titans, okay. If you lose to the Chiefs, then you're like, well, yeah, but that's the Chiefs. And you're playing in Kansas City. And you're seven and a half point underdogs. You know, I keep waiting for that offense to all of a sudden sync up where you go, okay, you know, you got a good tight end, good running back, Devontae Adams, uh, but they haven't had that. There, there's no real rhythm there. But how many times, I'm trying to think in the last five years, how many times did we go into a season with high expectations for the Raiders? Now, you did it with Gruden because he was Gruden, but we normally don't have... Like, these expectations, to me, were exceedingly high. And I'll go back to the offseason when ESPN dedicated an entire week talking about the Raiders. At least it felt like it was an entire week where you're like, wow, okay. Um, maybe maybe they're tired of talking about the same teams and you're going to bring the Raiders in there. Yes, Marv? Do you think they were trying to be, like, ahead of the curve? Like, you know what, this is a team that people aren't talking about, but maybe, oh, you know what? We called it before everybody else did. I don't know if they do that as a network. I, I think that what happens every couple of years is there's a team that has a great offseason. And we equate the offseason with, that's the new team. Remember like three years ago when Odell Beckham joined the Browns and everything started to click and Miles Garrett and they got all the defensive backs. And we're like, that's the team. And we spent all of August talking about them. It always makes me nervous when, when we talk about this. And I go back to the dream team with the Eagles. When all of a sudden you're going, Vince Young and, you know, is saying, oh, we got a dream team here. And Namdi Asamoah. And I was like, oh, okay, the Eagles got a dream team. I'm like, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it just doesn't. It's, it's hard to go, we were this and now we're this. And look at all the talent we got and we're going to be great. It just, that's why I didn't buy into the Browns hype. All of a sudden they're bringing in everybody. I'm like, I don't, this doesn't, I don't know. Because I didn't think they had a, a, a head coach and you're going to try to incorporate, uh, you know, Baker with OBJ and keeping everybody happy. A lot of talent and obviously didn't work out. Jordan in Florida. Hi, Jordan. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, actually, while I was waiting, uh, I remember last week you guys were going through the funny names um, and I had a nice Jewish name that I thought uh, you guys would get a kick out of. First name, Jenna. Last name Tollwards. And then uh, my worst of the week was FSU lost for the second week in a row. <laughs> Probably going to make it three next week against Clemson. Uh, and also on the meditation front, I was pretty disappointed in Seton. Um, you know, you asked him if he meditated. I was expecting him to say, heck yeah, Dan, picked up a bag of meditation last week. Oh, okay. All right. What was the Jewish name? Todd? I didn't catch the last name. He said Jenna Tolls. I, I, I didn't. I, didn't <laughs> I think we got it. I guess you did catch it. Jenna Tolls? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, come on. I feel pretty stupid right now. Happy I'm birthday. I'm trying to figure out what kind of Jewish Happy phrase is that. Happy birthday. Yeah. 
Happy birthday. It was genitals. No. Something genitals. Walked right I don't that. know what he was referring he to. He set me up. I'm like, what's Jewish about genitals? <laughs> oh, it is a great birthday. I couldn't have walked into that worse. I was thinking about my days, like going to a Hebrew school and stuff, like genitals. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Judaism. That's wonderful. By the way, guess who else's birthday it is today? Oh, I uh, apologize if you've already said this. Uh, okay. Somebody near and dear to Todd's heart, theoretically. One of the Landers twins. No. Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. So this is the team that he is just ride or dying with. Cortland Sutton. Happy birthday. Just got that sent in. How about that? Okay. Happy birthday, Cortland and Todd Fritz. All right. And Dale Jr. And Dale Jr. It's a beautiful thing. And Brad Favre. And Brad Favre. Eh, not and, so much a happy yeah, birthday. Not. The last is clear now. Maybe not. Uh, all right. Let me take a break. Last call for phone calls. <laughs> he's just going to eat all the cake himself. Okay. I don't know what he's talking about. Jenna Jenna uh, <laughs> clicking. I, I was watching Todd's face to see the moment it dawned on him, and it was like the third time through. Like, I know. Jenna Tolls. Oh, okay, I Jenna, see. Jenna Tolls. What? That's not a Jewish name, Jenna Tolls. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure we won't replay that again. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. As, as you're trying to figure out in real time... That's Terrible. what was great. Like, genitals. It took me way too long to figure that out. <laughs> genitals. Like, I'm 20 seconds take away. A break. We're back after this. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.